You're listening to the Smart Nonprofit Masterclass with me, Jose Gomez, founder and CEO of nonprofitwebsites.com and NetMinistry. If you're a leader in a nonprofit organization who wants to reach more donors, volunteers, members, supporters, and the community that you're serving using the power of the internet, then I'm already waiting for you in today's episode. So let's get started. All right, let's dive right in. Today we're going to cover the five important things to consider when planning your nonprofit website. This podcast is specifically for organizations who either are brand new and you're just designing your first website or you're an organization that's been around for a while, maybe you have an existing website, maybe you've had a few of them, and you're just getting into the process of redesigning the site for whatever reason. Uh, A lot of times what ends up happening at this phase is that you have somebody internally who's volunteered to design something or or they've recommended someone that they know that kind of knows websites, quote unquote. Um, And so you kind of go through the process of, 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 you know, opening up an account and uh, starting the, the design process and you really don't know what to do. You're relying on them to tell you what to do. But there's actually a lot of planning that has to go into uh, building a website. It's not its not just a simple thing of handing it to somebody and letting them just do whatever they want to do. It's not in the best interest of your organization. Um, certainly not someone who doesn't know your organization intimately. And even a volunteer who works or even a staff member who works there on a regular basis isn't necessarily equipped to uh, create your worldwide presence. So this is an important uh, podcast, I think, for a lot of reasons. Now, we we also have just, you know, before I get into the material for today, um, just want to let you know, we do have a downloadable checklist at nonprofitwebsites.com that you could uh, go to. Just go to nonprofitwebsites.com forward slash resources, and you can get that checklist for free. It's uh, there. We have we actually have three different checklists, but one of them is for planning your nonprofit website. Um, we also have a, a, a full guide, a, a complete course on planning your website that comes with videos and everything that you can look into uh, there at the site as well. But let's let's start let's start on today's uh, podcast and, and talk a little bit about these important things. And I, and I've got five important things that you really need to keep in mind when you're planning your nonprofit's website. The first important thing uh, has to do with strategic planning. You know, strategic planning of your website is not the job of your volunteer. It's not the job of of a staff member who's just kind of volunteered to do the site. It's not even the job of somebody you've hired to build your website. It's the job of you, your board, your leadership. Um, You've got to take the time to to create the presentation that's going to end up being on the internet. Remember, this is your worldwide presence. This is the thing that's going to attract donors, uh, volunteers, members, uh, constituents. Uh, it's going to bring um, uh, clients for you if you're if you're an organization that serves a community. Um, it's very important to for executive directors and uh, and top organizational leaders to be very involved at least in the initial phases of planning your website, especially when it's a complete redesign or it's a brand new site. So what we, what I really recommend doing is getting everybody together, um, just going to a boardroom um, together, and I call this method the table method. If you've watched any of my material, um, you've probably seen me do this before, but um, you take a bunch of printer paper and you get away from computers completely and go to some place that has either a big table or just a big open floor 
and start pulling one sheet at a time, writing the name, the title of a specific page on your new website. It could be the About Us page, or it could be services, or it could be community involvement, or get involved. But those are the types of titles that you'll want to put uh, on top of those, uh, those sheets of printer paper. And once you've done that for every page that you have that you want to create on your new website, and of course that's going to be an interactive discussion uh, as you determine what those pages should be, after you're done doing that, what you'll do is you go back to each sheet of printer paper. Now you're wondering why did I have you do that on each paper instead of just writing all the names down on one? Well, each paper you'll then pick up and start now bullet pointing the types of information, the types of images, the types of videos, the types of written content um, that you're going to want to place on those pages to really reinforce the message that you're trying to get across. And you're going to do this interactively. So everybody's going to contribute. What are we putting on the About Us page? What are we putting? Who are we putting on the staff page? Um, do, do we need bios? Do we need pictures? Um, those are the things that you'll do again over a board, a board table, or you know, an open floor. And you're going to do that for each uh, page that you've written down um, on the printer paper. You've written titles down on printer paper. Once you're done, you're going to have essentially the inventory list of everything that you've got to get, author, find um, for your new website. So do this level of strategic planning and really think about a few things, who your target audience is and what the most important parts of your presentation are that you'll want to guide people to. And um, so these are really important things to do, folks, from the beginning. Uh, you don't want to, again, just you know give the website to somebody, have them design something pretty that isn't going to mean anything for you. I talk to a lot of nonprofits who say that the internet's the internet's really never worked for them. They've they've tried a lot of different things and. It just really hasn't worked. And when I look closer, what I find is that they've never really been involved in strategic planning. They've never really done an exercise like this um, to, uh, to help them to create their website. So make sure that you do this. This is a really important thing. It's important thing number one. Important thing number two is getting the right domain name. Um, it is really critical to find the right domain name and what the right domain name means in most cases is something memorable. Don't use things with you know tons of abbreviations and acronyms. Um, those types of things don't work to be very memorable. Um, obviously if you're just clicking from an ad or you're just clicking online uh, from a search uh, listing, um, it doesn't matter what your address is, but when you're trying to market your domain name, trying to put it on your printed materials, trying to get people to remember to type it in, it's going to be very difficult if you don't make it something memorable. So again, if you let's say you have a homeless uh, feeding organization, or uh, you know you provide some type of service to the homeless community, then you you know having something, for example, let's say you're in Tampa, um, having the domain TampaHomeless.org uh, goes a long way uh, because you've now named your initiative, you've named your location, your service area. And um, it's a very powerful domain name. If you can use the name of your organization, it's always great, but a lot of times the name of our organizations are a bit long. If they're one word domain, uh, one word names, um, a lot of times those domain names have already been taken. So think about thematic domain names. If you can use the name of your organization, great. You know, First Baptist Church Tampa, that works too. You know, so um, FirstBaptistTampa.org, that works too. 
Another question I'm asked in terms of domains is, you know, whether you should get a .com or a .org. And I usually recommend that you get both. Um, people will remember the .coms better, um, although .org is technically the right one for nonprofits. Um, definitely get both. Uh, if you could just get one, get the one. But if you can, get both um, for sure. And try to stay away from numbers, dashes, um, you know, any kind of special characters like that. Um, that'll just people won't remember that stuff. They just, you know, if you say, you know. Uh, uh, I don't know homeless too. They're gonna they're not gonna think of typing in that number um, And if they see it they they really won't remember it later So again, you want to keep your domain name memorable You want to keep it somewhat short, but it doesn't have to be super short if it's memorable, but a little long It's okay. So if your organization is called homeless coalition, it's okay to be homelesscoalition.org. It's a little long But it works because it's memorable and people remember that especially if it's your name so uh, think about that, and um, and of course try to incorporate something um, that uh, that speaks to your service area. So if you're a regional nonprofit, um, incorporating your your city or your region, um, for example, like Somebody Cares Tampa Bay um, is an organization that that, I, that I've worked with, and uh, and the, you know they they name their service area in their domain names. So Somebody Cares Tampa Bay.org or SCTB.org is what they've been using for many years. But a lot of times, again, the, the initials are very difficult to remember. Um, the next thing that I want you to keep in mind is um, to make sure that your, your website structure encourages your visitors, not discourage them. Um, a lot of times what we don't realize is that we create either a structure, um, a menu, um, a, a way of getting to places from your homepage that um, is cumbersome or it focuses too much on what we want to represent or present than what our, our potential audience wants to see. They're interested in what they're getting out of it. They're interested in finding out the information that they want to know, finding the information about your events, finding, uh, reading an article that may have been published about you. Uh, they, they may have gone. They may want to find out more about you. Um, they might might want to learn about your mission. They might just want to go there to donate. And so, creating a structure to your website that welcomes people to do the things that they're there to do, instead of really focusing on what you want to represent or present, is really really key. Uh, make sure that you've somehow structured your site into sections so that when people are in those sections, the information that's contained within those sections makes sense. So for example, in your About Us area, you may have your staff listing and you may have your mission statement. Um, in your donation area, you may have your donor presentation, your donation uh, forms or mechanisms. Um, you might have information about pledges and, uh, and different types of giving programs. Um, so make sure that you you organize your site into areas or sections that make the information within those sections a logical conclusion for somebody or, or at least a logical assumption for somebody as they go through your site. Um, the next thing that I want you to, to keep in mind, important thing number four, is that your homepage is the cover of, of the magazine. Your website is like a magazine. It's uh, It's got the pages inside and it's got this cover. And if you've been to the grocery store and in, in the checkout line and you look over at the magazine aisle, you notice that the magazines for the most part have one compelling image on the front and it's surrounded with headlines and taglines, information that's designed to tell you what's inside the magazine and entice you to open it. 
There's a reason why they do that. It works. And that's how your homepage should be structured. Resist the urge to put too much like mission information and too much just reading information on your homepage. Instead, create summary spots. Um, just your, your next three upcoming events with a short title and summary. Don't put so little information that people don't know what they're clicking on. But put enough information, just enough information, to tease people to click. And that's really what that information is. It's more teaser information than it is full-blown information. Um, but you do also want to make sure that you have that compelling image. And I always combine an image with, a with, with some type of wording, and I call that the impact statement. I define that as a combination of words and images that in three to six seconds tells people why they're there and why they should care. And if you do that right, they're going to look for the next thing that I recommend, which are called directives. And that's just areas of your home page that tell them where to go next. You might have a huge menu of hundreds of things, but you need to focus your home page on the top five, four or five things, three to five things is what I usually recommend, three to five things that are most important on your website that if they only go to one more page, you want them to go to one of these. So make sure you think of that home page as like a cover of a magazine. Resist the urge to put everything on there, but just put the latest, greatest, and newest on that home page. And lastly, let's talk about important thing number five. Not everything needs to be updated, but some things do. So you don't have to worry too much about updating your, your, your organization's biography very much or your founder's resume or bio. Um, those things are very infrequently going to be updated. Those are referred to as static content. Uh, pieces, but you have dynamic content, information that will be changed on a regular basis that you do have to schedule and you have to make a schedule to do this. If you don't make a schedule to update your rotating or dynamic content, then you won't do it and your site within a matter of months will become an outdated um, graveyard of old information. So make sure that what you're doing is you're keeping up to date, identify the spots on your website that need to be updated and put it on the calendar and determine how often you're going to create content and you're going to update those specific sections. You know, planning a website is, an is ex just extremely imperative. It's the most critical step for nonprofit leadership to be involved in. Um, it allows the vendor to, uh, to, to understand your, your well thought out framework and, un, and ensure that everything you need to say and do is, is said and done on your website. It's so important that you take the time to plan your website properly. And again, I want to, I want to repeat to everybody, if you, if you need help with this, just go to nonprofitwebsites.com forward slash resources. There's a free checklist that you can download. Um, we've also got a few other checklists, uh, one for content management and the other ones for, uh, for marketing your website, which maybe, you know, that's something you'd be interested in. All three of those checklists are, are, are completely free. Go there, check it out. Um, we've also got some full courses if you're interested in those. But, you know, I, I, today's podcast is really all about that. It's, it's about planning that site and those five important things to keep in mind. Do you have questions? Do you, do you, do you want to know something? Well, listen, I want to invite you, if you're a nonprofit leader and you'd like to, um, to work together with other nonprofit leaders to share you know, best practices, um, maybe you want to share um, some ideas uh, about what you're doing, um, may, maybe, maybe you're in that phase where you, know, you need advice. You need advice from somebody who you know, knows what they're doing. Uh, somebody who um, you know who has been a nonprofit leader for many years. I want you to go to Facebook right now, Facebook.com, and I want you to join my uh, my private nonprofit leader insiders group. 
um, just search for Nonprofit Leader Insiders on Facebook. It's a private group and request access to it. Um, I want to invite you to it. I welcome you to it. Um, we only allow leaders, serious leaders of nonprofits. I mean, you, you've got to be involved in leadership um, on an executive director level or some type of management level. And our discussions in there are about mission, vision, and strategy. And it's completely free. Um, I monitor it on a regular basis and uh, answer questions and share information that I find out there because I'm also a nonprofit leader myself. Um, so that's uh, that's it for today's episode. I hope you really enjoyed it. If you have any questions, join us in our Nonprofit Leader Insiders group on Facebook and post your question. I'd love to answer it. Uh, until then, I'd uh, love to hear from you and I hope you have an, a wonderful day. Um, I'll see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into today's episode of the Smart Nonprofit Masterclass. It's been a great episode, and I hope that it challenged you in some way and provided you with some tools to build, advance, and market your nonprofit. But before you go on your day, uh, I want to tell you about a free resource. Are you the nonprofit leader who wants to raise money for your cause, get the message out, inspire and engage your board? increase the influence of your organization, maybe you want to attract talented staff and volunteers, or keep your supporters better informed about your wins, maybe you even want to just establish a great reputation in your service area and in your industry, but you find that you lack the funding you need, you don't really know where to go next, maybe you're even scared of running out of money and resources before your mission is successful. Well, we completely understand your fight and how important your mission is to this world. We've worked with over 60,000 nonprofits around the world for the last 15 years, learning about how to build, advance, and market their organizations using the internet. We have a proven success formula that we've put together, and it helps organizations accomplish their mission, get more funding, find the right donors and volunteers, and ultimately get their message out around the world about what they're doing. So they don't have to shut down, suffer from insufficient funding, uh, attract unreliable people, or ultimately fail their mission. We've got a free checklist for each phase of our formula, which we lovingly call BAM, and they're available right now at nonprofitwebsites.com. So go download what thousands of other nonprofits have already started using uh, to become the organization that they've always really strived to be. And it's 100% free, so you can't lose. Anyway, thank you for listening, and have a wonderful rest of your day. See you next time.